Ah, <laughs> welcome, welcome all of you. Uh, gather your mana for the day. Get, get, get your daily supply, and then come, come, come sit. Normally, my, my brother Aaron speaks for me, Moses, but he had other responsibilities t today, so I, I, I thought I would talk to you because you have been pestering me to hear this story for so long. So children of Abraham, come and, 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 and sit and let me tell you the story of the God who gives us this manna every day and the first time I met him. My parents, they, they, they <laughs> Abraham and, and Jacobed, God rest their souls, they, they, they saved me when I was a child from Pharaoh's murderous decree. <laughs> As a result of that, the very Pharaoh that wanted me killed, I was raised by his, his daughter in the palace in Egypt. Unfortunately, I was apart from my older sister Miriam and my older brother Aaron. But, but in that life, I had so much luxury. I, 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 I ate food and, and, and entertainment came to me and I received the best education that the, the, the world had to offer. It was there that I, I had this, this, this understanding of, of curiosity for new knowledge. They were training me to become an overseer to the people of Israel. But as I saw the oppression and the slavery that was upon them, my brothers and sisters, I decided that I would start a revolution. <laughs> it would be small at first. A few here, a few there building, growing, slowly, bit by bit, until it grew so large that Egypt would have no choice but to let Israel go. I failed. I, I, I thought I was someone I thought that my fiery passion would burn down all of Egypt. <laughs> and I failed. I was a nobody. I had to flee into exile out of Egypt all the way into the wilderness. Jethro, a, a, a priest of Midian, took me in. I, I married his daughter, Zipporah, and he, he put me in charge of his flocks that his daughters used to watch over. <laughs> that was a different life than the palace in Egypt. We had to work hard every day day for our food. 
we had to work hard every day so our flocks could have their food. We, 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 we fought with our neighbors over water. <laughs> but there was, uh, there was a beauty in the simplicity. There was a peace in just watching the sheep every morning and every night. I was the shepherd for Jethro's flocks for years. But my curiosity that I learned in Egypt never went away. My thirst for knowledge never went away. And so one day I decided I would take the flocks out to Mount Horeb, also called Sinai. I had never been there before and I wanted to see something new for once. So I took the three-day journey and we arrived at Mount Horeb as twilight set in. We were at the base of the mountain. I settled the sheep down for the night. And as I sat down to settle in, all of a sudden up on the mountain I saw fire! I immediately stood up. You know here in the wilderness, if there is a, a, a wildfire, it can overtake you in a moment. But if you're fast enough and the wind is against you, you can outrun it. So I roused the sheep immediately from their stupor. And I began to move them out and glanced back to see how far the fire had spread and which direction it was moving. And then I saw something very strange. It, 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 it hadn't moved at all. It was just localized on, on, on this, this bush. I stood there for 10 minutes and just watched as the fire blazed and the bush wasn't consumed. <laughs> My curiosity got the better of me. I had to go see this site. So I <laughs> resettled the sheep. <laughs> they were confused. <laughs> I checked around for predators and, and, and I couldn't sense any or smell any. There were no signs of predators. So, so as night set in, I took off and began wandering the, the, the goat paths up Mount Horeb. I walked for about half an hour and finally there in an alcove on the side of the mount mountain I saw this burning bush it 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 shimmered with fire a and I began to walk closer to it and when I was about Four paces away, this voice sounded out from the shrub and said, Moses, Moses, here I am. And then the voice said, remove the sandals from your feet for the ground you walk upon 
is holy. I, I, I never took my eyes off the bush. It, it, it burned in, in, in red and yellows and blues, and the light seemed to surround me. I looked at it, and, and, and in the center of it, there was something there that I, I can't describe with words. And then the, the voice said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. I hid my face, too terrified to look. This was the silent God we had not heard from for years. And then he said, I have seen the misery of my people Israel. Their cries have been heard by me. Therefore, I will come down and I will deliver them out of the land of Egypt and bring them into a good land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Therefore, go for I am sending you to Pharaoh to lead my people out of the land of Egypt. And, and I remembered thinking, me? I, I, I'm a nobody. I, I, I tried this already once before, and I failed. <laughs> Send someone else. But I said, who, who am I that you would send me to Pharaoh to lead your people? But God said, I will be with you. I will go before you and your sign shall be this, after you have led the children out of Israel, you will return here to this mountain and worship me. <laughs> what kind of sign is that? Normally, when you give a sign for a miracle, it comes before the thing itself, right? Not after. <laughs> Who was I? Who, wh wh why would he choo choose somebody else, not me? Not me. I told you that I was an Israelite and raised by Egyptians and living in Midian in exile. I, I, I didn't know everything about this God that my ancestors worshipped. I, I, I knew that he went by many names. Elohim, El Roy, El Shaddai, and others I'd forgotten. So I asked him, 
if I go to Israel and they ask me, what is this name of the God that has sent you? What should I tell them? And then God said, I am that I am. Go to the children of Israel and tell them, I am has sent you. Tell them that Yahweh, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent you. God said His name was Yahweh, I am. The one who causes things to be the way they are. If that was true, why the years of silence? If that was true, why the slavery? Why the torment? Why a process? Why did I even have to go to Egypt? He could just make it happen immediately. No, send someone else. Send anyone else. He continued, Gather the elders of Israel and tell them that Yahweh has appeared to you. Tell them that I will use you to lead them out of slavery in Egypt and bring them into a land that is good, flowing with milk and honey. With the elders, go, show yourself to Pharaoh, and tell him that Yahweh has appeared to you. And he has told Pharaoh to release his people into the wilderness where they can worship me for three days. But Pharaoh will not listen to you. So I will show my signs and wonders in Egypt so that he will let you go. It, it, it was all too much. I said to him, but, 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 but suppose they don't listen to me. Suppose they don't believe me. Suppose they won't follow me. And Yahweh said, what is that in your hand? A, a, a staff? Throw it on the ground. As soon as it touched the ground, it turned into a cobra. <laughs> Venomous. <laughs> I ran away. And then Yahweh said, Reach out your hand. Grab it by the tail. And the moment I, I touched its tail, it turned back into my staff. Yahweh gave me more signs. He, he showed me to put my hand inside my cloak, and when I took it out, it was covered in leprosy. And then when I put it back, it was healed. He, he told me I could take a, a jar of water out of the, the Nile River and, and if I poured it on the ground, it, it would, would, would turn to blood. 
they were all amazing signs. They were all miraculous signs. And all I wanted to do was, was, was to go back to my sheep. Just pick someone else. So I said, Lord, you have heard me this entire time and know that I am not eloquent of speech and my mouth is slow. And then Yahweh said, Who gave humans their mouth? Who makes people mute and deaf, seen or blind? Is it not I, Yahweh? Go, I will teach your mouth what to say. I will show you how to speak. Now go. And then, and then, and then I said to him out loud the words of my heart. Lord, send someone else. And then the fire in the bush grew and Yahweh's anger burned. And he said, isn't Aaron your brother a Levite? He can speak well. I will train both of your mouths what to say. He will be like a mouth to you, and you will be like God to him. And then the fire began to diminish the reds and the yellows and the blues. Darkness. When my eyes could finally see again, I could see the stars and the moon were out. <sighs> and then the voice of Yahweh spoke again. And take your staff with which you will perform the signs. The, the, the last things Yahweh said to me were in anger but on the three-day journey back to Midian I reflected on the words of kindness he shared with me he said I will be with you every one of my excuses Yahweh took away. One by one. Every excuse I could come up with, He took them all away. 
what will happen if you tell God your excuses for not following him? <laughs> you would think if you tell God all of your fears, all of your excuses, all of your reasons not to follow him, that he would just find someone else. Find someone more qualified. <laughs> not our God. <laughs> when you tell God all your fears, all, all your excuses to not follow him, he takes all your excuses away. O oh, children of Abraham, God has a calling on each and every one of your lives. If you don't know what it is, look at your skills, look at your abilities, look at y your resources, and use those things to go serve others in the name of God. That's your calling. I know it's hard. I know it can be fearful. But tell him your excuses. Tell him your reasons. Tell him your fears. He'll take them away one by one. Oh, children of Abraham, I, I, I think we have it all backwards. Maybe we should lead from our weaknesses rather than our strengths, trusting that God will fill in the gaps. <laughs> when you tell God all your excuses for not following Him, He will take all your excuses away. Every fear you have. There is no fear. There is no excuse that Yahweh cannot overcome. <clears throat> it is my sincere hope that my choice of portrayal of Moses really bothered a lot of you. Uh, I, I want Moses to be Charlton Heston, or, or at least Val Kilmer, right? Uh, I, I want him to be this kind of man's man, or at least an everyman, but the, the man that we see in the text, and he recorded this about himself. I believe Exodus was written by Moses. He recorded this about himself. He's not this strong, bold, and courageous, confident man. It is a stuttering nobody who God basically has to threaten into going. And yet God chose to work through him. That's the man that God wanted to use to deliver his people out of slavery. As the Apostle Paul had said, that we're jars of clay. We're, we're just, we're just these, these everyday, ordinary items. We're like Tupperware that's been passed around for 20 years, as uh, Ken Edwards says. We are, and yet in that 20-year-old Tupperware that's been passed around for years from family member to family member with a cracked lid and falling apart, and we say all the time we should just throw this out, that is the treasure that God has chosen to, 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 to put his treasure in. That is where God has chosen to put the gospel in. That is where God has said the Holy Spirit will dwell within all of my followers in, in this Tupperware. 
He chooses you. He chooses me. He chooses ordinary things that the rest of the world says that's pathetic. It doesn't matter. They'll never amount to anything. And he chooses us to reveal his glory. And so just as God told Moses, go. And just as Moses told you to serve others in the name of God, so today Jesus tells you this. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I've commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. King Jesus lived. He died for us. He rose again. He's coming again. Put your trust in Him. And after you have believed that He died for your sins and rose again, go and serve others in the name of Jesus. Let me bless you as we go. Father, I pray for this congregation. I pray that they go. They go not in their own power. They go in the power of Christ. I pray that they go not in their strength, but they go in their weaknesses knowing that You, Father God, will fill in the gaps and in their weaknesses, You are strong. King Jesus, we follow You. We love You forever and ever. Change us, mold us, and come quickly. It is in Your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen.